This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited for you to meet our guest today, Deborah Knight. I think that you're just going to love her. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her in a minute. But just know that the reason we're going to go into this conversation is because I've noticed that the reason that I want to teach planning and help women really have set a vision, plan for it, and follow through is because I want us all to lean into the life that we really want. And one of the things that I've noticed lately is a lot of ambivalence about really knowing what we really want. And so I've asked a couple guests on the show to really talk through that when that's our stumbling block, when we're not sure what we want or how to feel worthy of it. And Deborah is one of those people who's so amazing at this. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her in one minute. But before I do that, I just have a couple of announcements. So my first announcement is... You know, we just recently relaunched, or I guess that's the way I'm going to say it, the podcast. And with that, we also quietly updated the plansimple.com website. And that means that we have a brand new free course coming out from, it's called From Overwhelm to Ease. And you will be able to access that starting very soon on on April 1st. So if you're listening to this before that, you probably have a day to wait. If you're listening to this after, it should be available on the site. And then other things that we have coming up as we are going to run a week-long experience um, in mid-April where we're going to take you behind the scenes of a week at flow, just just the, the basics of what it's like to spend a week in flow. And each day, we're going to offer a different piece of that. We're going to help you make a plan for your week. And we're going to spend the time that we need to to help you really follow through on that plan um, in the way that we do for our clients. So I'm super excited for that week. And the other thing that's coming up is we're going to start running workshops on making your 90-day plan. So I cannot tell you how impactful it is to start planning one 90-day season at a time. And we have this idea that planning happens on New Year's or when the school year begins. We're we're sort of looking for any opportunity to, to look at that because a lot of times what we do is we plan for this chunk of time that is too much. And 
we we don't understand how it really works. And so we really actually underestimate what, what we're capable of. Um, and then when we're thinking about our days, we're really trying to stuff too much in. And then we're feeling depleted and behind and overwhelmed uh, because we don't have a way to set a bigger goal and really set a course toward it. And I believe that a 90-day plan really solves all of that or can solve all of that if we let it. So go check out plansimple.com for all three things I just shared. I know it's a lot, but think about the thing that might most resonate with you and maybe commit to doing that. It's between the three classes, they're all pieces. They're all glimpses at different pieces of the process. And there's no right or wrong place to start. So depending on where you are, if you're just wanting to dip your toes and understand um, how to move just out of the craziness of overwhelm, then definitely start with the course from overwhelm to ease. If you're, you know, starting to see what it's like to do that, or, you know, you have a business you're trying to grow, and you really just need some some guidance to do that in a balanced way, still taking care of yourself, of your body, of your family, of all the things, then come see what it's like to do that over the course of a week. And if you're, you know, really wanting to lean into a goal that you know might have some some hard parts, it might have some steps that you're not sure about, then come see what it's like to to really think about the full 90 days, right? So some things we can do in a week, some day, things we need the 90 days for. Um, so And come to both. Come to both if you want. It's all part of the same process. It's all pieces of the flow planning process. And I'm just excited to, to be offering all these different things this spring. I'm really excited. So again, go to plansimple.com and that's the best way to sort of always be up to date with what we're offering and how you can take what you're hearing on this podcast and really lean into it and make it part of your life in a really supported supported way because that is the thing I think many of us need is, is the support and the structure of when we're doing hard things, which is what make, makes life really interesting. All right, so let me tell you about Miss Deborah, who we're going to get on the show in a minute. So she is truly a magical person, and I will tell this to you because I met her in a magical way. So I have this thing that I'm an introvert. I know that not everybody believes that somebody who would press play on a podcast once or twice a week is an introvert, but I am an introvert. And when I go to a party or a gathering, um, which I definitely do because I love being with people and meeting new people and, and seeing people who've done amazing things. So I ended up at a friend of mine's house who was showcasing all of these local businesswomen who had crafts and products. This was a couple years ago. And whenever I go to an event like that, you know, I I, I stick to a plan, like, because I, I hate just sort of standing in a corner. And I always scan the room and look for somebody to connect to, somebody to have a conversation with. And in this case, it was Deborah. She looked so nice and we ended up talking and she was wonderful and kind. And we had a great conversation. And I left with her card and, you know, life went on. And about two weeks later, I went to go see Gabby Bernstein. She had just launched a book. This was 
a couple of years ago. So it was before COVID. And she had just launched a book and I was going to see her. And um, I think actually Deborah tells a little story about that event on the on the show. And there she was, like helping um get people into this event. And I was like, whoa, that's so weird. I just met you two weeks ago. And then fast forward a couple of months, I was just, you know, Deborah was somebody who she definitely, you know, I loved her energy and I'm a woman balancing work and family and food and all the things. And I didn't necessarily follow up. And so a couple months later, I was at a networking event, and there she was again. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a sign. So that that networking event is something that I've participated in for um, a while now. And the other, a few weeks ago, we were on and everybody was sharing a tip. I actually think Deborah was leading that day. And so she was sharing a tip with everybody, and it was about... Um, this this tool, this exercise for whenever you walk through a door connecting to your future self. And if you've been around here for a while, you know that I'm obsessed with connecting with our future selves so that we can make a plan for her. And if you're new here, that's going to sound strange and weird, but we'll talk about it on this podcast. So just keep listening. And when she shared that, I was like, oh my gosh, we need to have you on the podcast. You're the perfect person um, to really teach this tool and help us um, really understand how we can lean into this life that we want and really understand what that even is. So I'm so excited to have her on the show. Um, she's an amazing coach. She talks a lot about abundance and manifesting, and we'll talk a little bit about that on this episode. And she has a beautiful class called The Magic of You. And she is just focus on helping women develop their own strategy for abundance by creating unshakable confidence and self-love. And I've seen over and over again that when we do this as women, we are magnetic to what we want and to what we plan for. So I'm so excited to have her here. So with no further ado, let's get Deborah on the show. Hey, Deborah, welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. How are you? It's so good. Oh my to gosh. Be here. So good. And so excited for this conversation. So before we dive in, cause oh my gosh, we're going to go like right into it. I think <laughs> we were having some, I'm like, going to forget that we already had this pre-conversation set up, but tell everybody a little bit about you. And I feel like a lot of people who I interview are actually maybe more in the thick of parenting. So give us your perspective of where you are and, and what you do and all that, like, just give us the overview. Sure. So I'm after the parenting, <laughs> I'm <doing laughs> grandparenting, which is another story. Um, but yeah, I was in the thick, had sick, a sick child. Um, and I really grew tremendously. Uh, and now I can look back and see all the amazing things that I did right. Um, and some of the things that I would have maybe done a little differently, but I have gratitude for them, um, because they were a lesson for all of us. Um, and now I help women really connect to the essence of who they are, um, as we were talking earlier, so that they can really create a life they love, a cre create a life that they know inside exists. Um, so, yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And I love that you're a grandmother because you guys aren't seeing her face, but you can if you go to the show notes and she does not look like she could possibly be a grandmother. But anyway, that's for a whole other story. So clearly that's, it's manifested. That's what happens. That's what happens when you're happy. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. So it's funny because you did just use the word manifestation because I think, cause that used to be what you called yourself. That used to be your business, yeah. but we have talked a little bit actually about manifestation on the podcast. So will you, will you tell us a little bit about the relationship between some of the ideas behind manifestation and what you really do now? Because I think that's actually really helpful because I think, especially right now in our mm. current world, yeah, you know, we're feeling a lot and we're, and sometimes that's positive and sometimes that's negative just with all the input that's coming in and just what's been happening the past two years and what's happening right now. And I think in some like manifestation language, that's like, you know, always be happy. And I know that like, I know that with you, it's like pure joy. So will you just like, will you just bridge that gap for us a little bit, like explain it, like what it means to come back to you so that we can really understand where we're going to go next. Yeah. Well, manifestation in itself means creating a life that's more in alignment with who you are. Um, A life that, and, and we talked earlier that we all have a gift. I truly believe we are all given a gift that we're here to bring to to humanity. And um, when you manifest from that place of knowing what not only it's, it's more of um, a loving self, loving yourself so much. Like, even though I made mistakes as a parent, I love those mistakes. I am so grateful for them because guess what? I get to use that now, you know, in my grandparenting. (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Like I have conversations with them. Like they are real human beings and they are, I really truly see them and I can see their gift that they're bringing here. I'm like, I'm here to help you, whatever that is, just come to me, come to me and I will help you bring that to the world. Um, and manifestation is, it's truly is the alignment, the energetic alignment. Um, and manifestation is something that comes with ease, speed and grace. Um, so if you're trying too hard and you know, there's a lot about that, you know, stay positive, stay positive. I don't believe that because we're human beings. We can't be positive hundred percent of the time, but it's having this, when you love yourself fully, and that's what you have in your heart, there's no more room for judgment, fear, or hate in, in, I guess as human beings, we'll always have a little piece of it. But when you have that internally, those things don't get in your way of manifesting why you're here. So it's yeah. a little different. I really help people go through all the trials and tribulations. We all have trauma, you know, yeah. and you can't just, you can't just push through that. You've got to feel it. So I'm all about the feels. Um, and the only way to get to the other side so that you can create with more ease, speed, and grace is to feel those things and then have, find the gratitude. So if you find the gratitude in something that horrible that may have happened, there's always something, believe me, I will always find it. Um, and, and I don't like to say it's always a lesson. Sometimes I like to look at it that it was training for us um, so that. that we can be more of service to humanity and to each other. Um, so that's my difference on manifesting. It's not just, you can't just sit and meditate and, and say these affirmations. I actually have a different spin on affirmations as well. Um, but it's, it's a deeper, it's a, I guess I come from the spiritual aspect of pulling all the pieces together. Um, yeah, I love, I love the word alignment. Um, and I'm not going to make everyone listen to my story again and again and again, because I feel like I've been telling a lot the past year, but last year we had, I just had a very hard year as a mother, um, with my teenage daughter who had this awful, awful year herself, but it was interesting because we decided to help her at home instead of 
outside of our home. And I tell, like, sometimes when I'm talking about it, I was like, I was literally in, had to be present 98% of the time. Like I, and, and it was all about being in alignment. Like that was the only way I knew what to do next. And, you know, looking back, it was the most amazing experience ever. Um, and it was a hard, it was also very hard. So, you know, it actually really shifted my perception of manifesting. Cause like I manifested like the quickest recovery ever, I feel like, but it, it wasn't cause every day was great. Every day was actually really hard, but I was so in alignment, which is, I think the point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. It was amazing. All right. So, so let's talk a little bit about, so, okay. So from that, what you just explained, I feel like you just, you just shared that everyone's here for a unique reason. And I, I noticed that a lot of people come into this world, like into my world, into the plan, simple world, um, at a moment when they're sort of ready to take that on, but maybe some, you know, the old habit of just really always responding to the world around them, you know, which we do as mothers and Mm -hmm. wives and entrepreneurs and all the different roles, right? Like we always are putting all the other things first. And so what I notice is like, I notice women coming and and ready to like plan from a different perspective, really ready to start from the inside out. And yet when they, when we land there, like not necessarily like being like, oh, wait, but I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what I was here for. So what, what happens when you sort of lose sight of that? Like, talk us through that a little bit. Um, What happens when you lose sight of it? Well, um, I'm calling it that, or I, I feel like people probably would more say, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But- so it's, <laughs> I, I like to bring my clients back to when they were children, because when you're, when you're children, you know, the, the veil goes over your subconscious mind at the age of seven. So everything before then, it's just pure innocence and joy, right? It's just love. You're just babies, kids, they're just love. That's all they know how to do. And so your gift, like if you remember back and yeah, I want to ask you this question. What do you remember your play was like? What did you pretend to be? Who did you pretend to be? It's funny. Like I, I always had, um, I, I actually had, um, this is the second time I've shared this in like three weeks. So anyone in my household who's listening to me right now is going to laugh because I had an imaginary friend. So I was like always the boss. Like I, and if I couldn't find people to like organize, I just organized my imaginary world. And I just like, <laughs> walked around and like made things. And, and my brother says I was always planning, which is so funny, right? Like I was always planning everything and I lost that for many years. Yeah. But so that tells you, I mean, so if if we, and a lot of people, you know, there's trauma as children, so they have a hard time remembering, but there's this essence, there's a certain essence of maybe they were, you know, um, because when you're a child, you also don't know what's available in the world. So right. maybe you pretended to be a teacher. Maybe you pretended to cook food, you know? And so all of those things, when you line those, those, like I used to be a teacher, I always pretended to be a teacher, but I always spoke to a lot of people, you know, it's like, I always saw myself in front of a lot of people. And yet at the same time, throughout my journey, it was like in college, you know, I got a health excuse for speech because I couldn't get up on the stage. You know, right. I tried my modeling. I couldn't do it. It was just like, I can't do that. And however, I didn't know what was available in the speaking and how to speak in front of people. And it wasn't until later that I went, oh, I really love talking to people about energy and how to be more in love with themselves. And, and when I get on the stage to do that, oh my God, I have a blast. 
Right. It's a blast. It's not work. And so that's what I mean. It's like, remember how you used to play, what you used to imagine. And then you take all the little things in your life. And then all of a sudden it'll go, oh, and you also have to explore. So a lot of people are stuck in, you know, they're, they're in motherhood or parenthood for, you know, 20 years, right? So you kind of forget what's available out there. So if you begin to explore, like if something um, pulls at your heart, if something brings you complete joy, go try it out, go try it out for a while, because all those things. So you're, you're the gift that you're here to bring brings you immense joy, complete and utter, utter joy. It is not work. It's just joy. So sometimes you have to experiment a little bit to find out what that was, especially if you've been a parent for a really long time. Yeah. Let's talk about that joy word a little bit, because what I basically promise as well is, or what I promise is ease, like, right. So the journey around here is going from overwhelm to ease. And it's a journey because what I, what I have found (laughs) is that nobody really wants overwhelm, but Ease actually isn't as isn't actually as desired as one might think either, because I think we think that we're being wrong to want it. And I feel like joy is similar. Like to me, joy is similar, right? Like, like we're actually sometimes blocking it because we feel like somehow we're not worthy of it or we're wrong to want it. Yes. Go there a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. We're told from the beginning that we have to work hard to get what we want. Yeah. You're told from day one, you have to work hard to get what you want. It's hard work. Everything's hard. Relationships are hard. You know, school is hard. It's like everything is challenging. So when something feels good and easy, it's out of, it's out of alignment with what we've been taught. And I think that's a big thing. It's just like, it's so uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable because it's just like, Oh, wait a minute. Almost like they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. This was so easy. This is so easy. What's wrong? What do people want from me? You know, a lot of people will ask that question. They must want something from me because this relationship is too easy. Um, You know, so I think it's just our training and we have to begin to relook at things because really we're here to have more fun. It's supposed to be easy. And imagine if children were brought up to think that and to follow their heart, to follow the joy. What a different world we would have right now. Right. And it's okay. It's actually okay to, for things yeah. to come to you. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's really interesting, actually, because I'm just thinking out loud at this moment <laughs> about of right now, my oldest is um, waiting oh. to hear from colleges. And every time I tell anyone that this is what's happening, they're like, oh my gosh, it must be so stressful. It must be so hard. And the truth is, is that it hasn't been, but it's interesting to see like where that thinking comes in that you were just describing about how it should be hard because we very consciously tried to make the experience just a good one, no matter what the outcome is like this, this kid, like just really found himself in writing the essays. He enjoyed the process. Like, and it seems that it's like all okay, but it's funny. Cause even I catch myself being like, well, maybe it's not okay. Like maybe it's not okay that it's like good and that it's not bad. And so it really is a process of just catching yourself over and over again, because we're so conditioned to think that it it has to be hard. It has to be stressful. Like there's no way that it could be an easy process. And if it is like, is something wrong? Like is something wrong with me instead of like something's right with me? You know, it's so interesting. It's so funny because it's the complete opposite. If it comes with ease and grace and it is in alignment with who you are as a, as a soul, 
And if it's challenging, I mean, challenging is one thing, but if it's really hard and you're pushing, 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 then it's just not in alignment with your soul and why you're here. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're conditioned from an early age. I know. It's hard. It's challenging. If it's not challenging, then something's something's up. (laughs) So I feel like I asked this question of like everyone who comes on here, who's sort of a spiritual guide, but I think it's hard. Like when we're talking about alignment and all this outside, you know, chatter that's coming in and, you know, what's hard and what's easy. Like, how do you tell the difference? Do you know what I mean? Like, so how do you tell the difference from really the, the wise voice that's telling you that ease is good and this is joy and this is an alignment versus all the chatter. Do you have a trick for that? How it feels in your body. Yeah. So how does, so think back to a time when you were very joyful, you were happy, everything was going right. And how did your body feel? You know, it's just like, literally, how did your body feel? What you know, what parts of your body were feeling expansive? What parts of, you know, did, could you breathe easier? Um, all those things. And then think about something that was, that, you know, now was not good for you. When that first came into your life, how did that feel? Mm-hmm. You know, how did it, and, and the gut is the lower, lower, if it's um, your intuition, so your intuition, and a lot of us have blocked our intuition. The intuition is your the, the connection to your higher source. And so your intuition will be in your gut, your lower, your lower abdomen. And if it's anything above that, then it's coming from experience, from a past experience that didn't feel good. So that's Ooh, one I love way, that. Yeah, that's one way you can tell. So the the literally your your intuition is is low. It's kind of where the vagus nerve starts and goes up. Um, and then you'll feel, you'll feel, you'll feel it. You'll, you'll know. Um, and I, and I have all my clients start taking even little things, you know, little decisions. How does it feel in your body when you, when you have yeah. to make a decision and just begin to notice your own body and everybody's body is different. Um, yeah. so everybody may feel it a little bit differently. Um, a lot, if it's in the heart area, that's, I will definitely say that that's from your past. Um, you know, if it's pain up here, it's from a past experience that you're reliving. Um, and that can, that can, and we don't want to take that into the future. You know, we don't want to take those things. So, and, and so if it's coming up, I have them journal, just journal on what is actually coming up. And then if you just keep saying, what else, what else, what else, (laughs) or what is this trying to show me, then you can kind of get to where it's coming from. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But the body. So both the body is amazing. The body is amazing. And that's funny. Cause I feel like, like the work that, the, that we do, like we explain it as productivity, <laughs> but really what we're doing is making space for the intuition and the body, right? Like, so we might be planning our work and our motherhood and our life, but it's really in a way to make space for those two things. Cause I think that that creates this loop that's much more useful to live in. So before before we went on, there's definitely like, there's a whole question that I haven't asked yet that I am going to ask you in a minute, because it's why I asked you to come on the show. But before we press record, you were talking about how, when you work with people, you're always working like now in the present. Mm -hmm. So I would love to get into a little bit about like our perception of time, since you just brought that up with the heart. So tell us a little bit about, about that and, and working in the now. Yeah. So I've been playing with um, bending time. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it really is. It really is. And when you're in that flow state, like time just stops. 
It, it like yeah. stops. Um, and so, yeah, as coaches, you know, we deal with where we are today and where we want to go. However, where we want to go is already in our energy field. It's here, it's now, and it literally is just us aligning our energetic and inner vibration. So you'll hear a lot about people, you know, you got to raise your frequency. Um, I'm here to say that you cannot do that. You can only raise your inner vibration. And that vibration is through the emotions. Energy, um, emotions are energy in motion. And so if you want to, uh, if you want something in like, if you want something and you desire something, I'm here to tell you that it is already in your energy field or else you would not be able to feel it. Right. You wouldn't be able to think about it. So if you're working with somebody, it's just like getting them to align. Okay. This is, this is me. This is what I want. How am I going to feel in that moment when that is me, when I'm living yeah. that, that reality? Um, and it's literally just t- tuning into your emotions and kind of pretending, you know, what is it going to feel like when that happens, when I manifest this or when I create that, or, you know, um, I don't know the words that you use with your clients. So you're, you're basically tuning into the emotions of your future mm-hmm. self, the one that you already saw. Right. In right now, as if, because you, yeah, yeah, as if it's already happened. And like, I mean, I do a lot of reading, so I have been reading, you know, Think and Grow Rich and Zig Ziglar, and these are people, <laughs> business people that have been, you know, from the early 1900s and beyond. <clears throat> you know, I love the ancient scriptures where they're talking about, you know, uh, you know, even the kingdom of heaven is within you. Well, that's that's everything. That's everything. And so how do you get there? It's like you literally visualize yourself as if everything you want is already here. How is it going to feel? You know, close your eyes and just what does it feel like? And then taking the secret is to take action from that place. Yeah. And that's, that's literally how you collapse time and make things happen real easy. Well, there's a lot to unpack there (laughs) because that's really (laughs) cool. And I totally, I want everyone to like, just like rewind and re-listen to that because I I think that that's so important. And I think, well, that's like truly living from the inside out. And I think where sometimes we mistake that whole process is when we're living from the outside. And so that in order to, you know, when we hear a message, like act as if it's like, go spend the money that you're going to have when you're a millionaire or like, you know, (laughs) but that's not how it is. It's, it really is about the the energy of, Mm -hmm. of inside of you and showing up with that energy. And it's interesting because we do this actually a lot in, so in the flow planner, which is our 90 day planner, um, it, it is for 90 days. So we're always putting a season at a time. And the first section is all about how do you want to feel this season? Like, who do you want to become? Like, how do you need to feel in order to become the person who feels that way? So it's like all about that, because I find that it's interesting. Cause sometimes I'll have people fill out an intake form before, and I'll ask like, you know, well, what are the goals that you're going to work on for the 90 days? And then we go through this process at the beginning of the 90 days. And literally like five minutes later, the goals are totally different because from that space of this is how I'm going to feel. You literally choose to do different things. And yeah. so, and it's so quick. It's like it's so, so quick. quick. Yeah. So quick. That's how you've been time. 
Yeah. By stepping and that's why that doorway exercise is. Yeah. So tell hard. us about the doorway. Cause, cause I'm all, yeah. so this is the other thing I say a lot. I say that, you know, all planning is, is it's a, it's a get, well, it's just deciding all planning is, is deciding. But when we do that, when we decide right now, it's like, we're deciding something from this, like energy of alignment. And so when we get to the thing that we've planned for, we're, it's just a gift from our past self to the, the self that's right then our future self so that we can be there. We can do the thing. I love it. And, (laughs) and so there's a lot of like getting in alignment with that future self, right? Like, so I'm always like, I'm just always like, close your eyes. (laughs) Like, yeah, and feel yeah. her and like be with her and like imagine what that day is like. And I'm a big writer, but I also think that just the ability just in your body mm-hmm. to like be in touch with who she is is unbelievable. So That's tell me, tell us about the exercise, the future. Yeah, stuff. so it's, it's this is, like we're so in alignment with what we do. It just I know coming at it from different ways. Yeah. Um, so it literally is, you know, you close your eyes and you take, a, you know, where do you want to be? You know, sometimes I'll go a year or five years, whatever. But I just really want people to feel who do they want to be um, when all of their dreams have come true. And, you know, just closing your eyes and imagining, just really going into the, you know, imagining and allowing the emotions to come up in you. And I tell them if they're, if you're not smiling, you're not there yet. Um, And so you have to get your whole body to feel as if you're living in that space of all your dreams and all the things that you've planned for are already here. And it's, so it's, (laughs) I think I did this with you the other day is that when you get to that place, just hold it. And sometimes you can do little triggers. So I like the trigger of the doorway, but if you don't have a doorway, you can also put your two fingers together and just literally get into that feeling and you got to feel it. So all your dreams have come true. You have the love, the the financial freedom, the time freedom, you've got it all, whatever you want, and then feel it and then press your two fingers together. That anchors it into your, your neuro, your neuro system, but also throughout the day, every time you walk through that doorway, you're walking into that future you and just doing that having those emotions come up in your body, actually, it's an energy that you're putting out into the world. And the world, the universe is going to match that energy back. So typically, a lot of people during the day are in the lower vibrations, pain, guilt, you know, all those shame. And so guess what, they're going to continue to get experiences that give them and replicate that same emotion. When you raise up your inner vibration emotion to gratitude, joy, peace, love, the universe is going to give you more experiences to that. It may not be exactly what you were hoping or thinking about, but it's going to be better. Yeah. It's going to be better. So, and then you make, you make decisions from that place. You know, if you're going to get on and do an email or something, you get into that headspace first, and then you write the email, yeah. you know, or if you're going to make a decision, make it from that place. It really is incredible. Yeah. It is, it's so incredible actually. And, in, you know, in flow 365, which is my program, we, uh, every Friday we have, we plan the next week yeah. and we always start with what I always say is going to be 15 minutes, but it's sometimes it goes a little longer, but we always start like everyone has to share one thing. And when you do it, even in a group, it's unbelievable because yes. everyone's picking up on the other people's vibrations yes. and yes. then you go make a plan yes. and it's just so different. <laughs> so different. I love it. Yeah, it really is. I absolutely love what you're doing. Oh my gosh. Well, we love, I love what you're doing because of people like you that I do what I do. (laughs) Um, 
Because I learned from you to begin with. So tell us, tell us, tell us how to find you. That's a good question to ask. <laughs> how, do, how do we find you? How do, and, and you, wait, wait, um, before we actually, before, yeah, no, tell us how to find you. And then I have one more question for you, actually. It's actually in my Facebook group, um, my website. Awesome. I don't really use my website that often um, or just email me at okay. Deborah at coach Deborah And All if right, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, I will give them, I have um, the six steps to radical self-love and it was the okay. beginning of my, my healing journey and how to really get into that place of, you know, you get to a place where you just don't care what's going on. Not, or I shouldn't say you don't care. Nothing externally can affect how you feel internally. Feel internally. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, through email. Um, yeah. You can share my stuff on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. So Perfect. we'll put all those links in the show notes. Yeah. We'll, we'll call you yeah. out on Instagram, which hopefully everyone <laughs> here is hanging around. Cool. So, and you work privately with clients. I work privately yeah. and I also have a, I have a course as well. It's awesome. not even a course. It's a, it's a, it's a group like yours, a group program. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about getting to know yourself. Getting to know who you loving, are. Yeah. And loving yourself, right? That's the, yeah. And the living from that space of love. And I think the world needs that more. Oh my gosh. Imagine. You look, you look at everybody, no matter what is going on, you can look at anybody and have compassion for them and understand yeah. where they're at. And when we all start to do that collectively, it's going to shift the way our planet is. It's going to shift it going to shift you know it when it like when you get to that place it shifts all your relationships everybody yeah. shifts and rises up to where you are yeah it's unbelievable yeah. i love it all right so the reason that i was like oh my gosh i have something more to ask her because i remember what it is now which i didn't oh. prime you with but so you have you have two daughters is that I have true? two girls yep you have two adult girls so let's so there's people who aren't grandmas yet who still have the kids home including myself i have two girls <laughs> and a boy um so let's talk about passing this on. Let's mm. talk about like, like, I know that none of us are, are perfect. Mm -hmm. So how do we instill, like, what are some things that we can do to instill this? Like, I'm going to call it now love logic <laughs> um, yeah. into our kids who are, I think it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. The amount of input that's coming from the outside world. So yeah. Let's, can we touch on that um, yes, for a sec? Yes. I would say love them where they're at. Yeah. Don't have any expectations. Expectations are a killer. Um, and what does that mean? And that even means with manifesting in your own life, but not having expectations on others, not having um, like expecting them to behave a certain way, um, really seeing them for who they are, accepting them where they're at. I mean, I had a with one of my oldest, it was a tough teenage years. Um, and I wish I knew now what I, I wish I knew now I could have used it then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I did pretty darn good. However, um, I would just talk to them more, talk to them yeah. from a place of love and compassion and understanding. Every single human being on this planet just wants to be seen and loved and heard. That's it. And when you can do that for your children, it shifts how they behave. And here's a, here's a really good trick is um, seeing them as perfect, just the way they are. So if one of your children is having a hard time, 
um, and maybe they're misbehaving a lot or they're just struggling and internally in your subconscious mind somewhere, you may be looking at them as they're not perfect. They have problems, they have challenges. And just you having that energy, that vibration, it literally, they can feel that. So yeah. kids are so perceptive. They're going to feel that. And guess what? They're going to live up to that expectation that you have inside that they're not perfect. Yeah. That I will say is the one thing that I wish everybody walks away with is to see your children as completely perfect, just yeah. the way they are and keep them on. If you have any expectation at all, keep them on that higher vibration of of love, of gratitude, of peace. And, and think about it this way. <laughs> this is another one. This is called Wabi Sabi Love. If you're getting frustrated with Wabi Sabi Love, I love it. Wabi Sabi Love. <laughs> it love goes from an ancient Asian technique of putting uh, broken vases back together with gold. Mm -hmm. And then it looks beautiful. So if your children are like leaving a mess or they're not doing something, it really starting to get on your nerves. Think that if that's not there, neither are those kids. If that mess isn't there, your child's not in your life. All right. And that really, for me, I was just like, oh, you can make a mess all you want because I know you're here and I love you being here. And then it started to shift into, I, I you know, um, and here's the thing is that the more you see them as love and treat them that way, they, they rise up. Yeah. You know, everybody's going to rise up to like, if you're the mom and you're the dad or, and you're the one in the house who's always in that place of acceptance for where they're at everybody else rises up. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's an energetic thing. Does that answer your question? I hope that helps. hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think, I think that's, I think that's, yeah, I think it's amazing. And like, then sometimes there's work to be done. I know I had to do a lot of work last year, but it didn't actually have anything to do with my daughter. It had to do with me. Right. Right. So it's like, what do you need to do to be able to meet them in that situation right. with that right. love? Right. And a lot of times it's just, we weren't seen at that particular moment or that particular age. And so oh, we yeah. clear that within ourselves. Yeah. And in a good order to meet for them. that, um, I'll just give them something else that if you're struggling um, with the, with a child, take your own child out at that age, put them beside you on the couch and have a conversation with yourself. Oh, I love that. I, this is incredible. I mean, I have done this. My, it was actually a counselor when I was younger who made me do that. And I was just like, what? And I have, I said, I'm stealing that. <laughs> and literally it was when the child in me and the adult in me came together as one. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. A lot of times kids are mirroring to us what we didn't have. Absolutely. And sometimes it's not even us. I mean, especially mm -hmm. uh, in a few cases, especially last year, you know, it was generations. Right. Yeah. And so just even thinking like, it's about like, it's funny. Cause I always had this um, inclination about generations past, mm -hmm. but last year I was like, Oh, but it's also about generations forward. So it's the second it became bigger than just even us. I was like, Oh, interesting. Like right. this is bigger. Right. Like this has ripple effects. My, my kids will tell you that the world isn't going to be around that long, but <laughs> granted that we all behave ourselves and you the know. world as we know it is not going to be around that long. <laughs> it is, we are going into a, a time where, and we are all feeling it, compassion, um, uh, collaboration, creativity, it's all expanding within us. And I think that's yeah. 
that's a lot of what's happening right now is why we're seeing so much destruction because it's got to yeah. be destroyed in order to, yeah. you know, flower, right? Yeah. yeah. It's been great. Awesome. That's yeah. a good place to end. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much You're for so being welcome. here today. All right. This is great. Thank you. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is where change comes from. But here's the thing. Action doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It can be the little things that add up over time. In fact, it's a lot more impactful when that's the kind of action you're taking. So in every episode, we always choose these three doable changes, not so that you can take all three and run with them in the same moment, so that you can choose one, the one that resonates most and really lean into it, work with it, make it a part of your life, see if it works for you. If it does, you have a tool that you can take with you forever. And if it doesn't, you can let it go and know that you've tried it and move on to the next one, right? So one doable change at a time. So here are three ideas from my conversation with Deborah. Number one, journal on challenges. I actually get asked a lot what to journal about, and this is a great example. If there is a past experience that keeps coming up in your thoughts, in your dreams, Take some time to feel around in your body. How does it feel? Where do you notice it? And then journal on this question. What is this trying to show me? And just see what comes up. There might be a lot of wisdom in what ends up on that piece of paper. All right. Doable change number two. We had some good ones in this episode. Walk through the doorway. Use a doorway in your house, in your office, wherever you are, as a, as a trigger and use it to picture who you really want to be when your dreams have come true. Get really clear on what that is. And then every time you walk through the doorway, you can imagine yourself walking into that life. So basically you're re-remembering who it is that you really want to become. And this work is so powerful and I literally love the analogy of every time you walk through the door, you're walking through to your future self. And I practiced this for a few weeks after I first heard Deborah share it, and that's actually why I asked her on the show. So I love this one. If you're doing any of the future self work with us, this is a really good one um, to just remember. Remember to connect with that, that version of you. All right, doable change number three. Try wabi-sabi love. I love that word, wabi-sabi. I might have to say it a few times. Shift your perspective. When your kids are frustrating you, try thinking about them not being there. As you accept what they're doing, they feel the difference in your energy and they start to shift. All right? So it's wabi-sabi love. It's all about shifting your perspective in a moment, even if you're feeling frustrated. All right? Take one of those changes, choose it, lean into it, And I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. 
And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.